Garage Logic, broadcasting live from the office of the mayor above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake. Featuring the rookie on production, Chris Reavers, vice president of social media, and John Height in the newsroom. Now, the fireworks commissioner, flashlight king, and keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Suchere. It's not raining. That's fake rain. It's not raining. It never rains on GL at the fair. That is absolutely fake rain. Good afternoon, GLers. Uh, right away, it's going to be our great honor to hear from the Woodpicks. Uh, who's going to speak for the Woodpicks? I shall. I All right. Shall. On this microphone, I presume. Where are you guys from? Thief River Falls, Minnesota. Is this your first fair or many fairs? Many. Uh, the second time here in this uh, last decade. We are here in 2014 uh, at the, at the Shell, Shell stage over at the West End Market. And we're oh, there nice. again this afternoon. What time is your show this afternoon? This afternoon we do 3, uh, three o'clock, 4 o'clock, and 5 o'clock. All right. Yes, nice. sir. And uh, uh, you guys got a website we can promote? You can go uh, anytime and check us, uh, YouTube videos, such on thewoodpicks.com. The Woodpicks. All right. What are you going to do for us, Woodpicks? Oh, we'll kick off a little tune called The Old Home Place, an old bluegrass standard. All right. Know. Got the great pipes, by the way. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's what we're talking about. It's been ten long years since I left my heart In a hollow where I was born Where the cold fall nights make the wood smoke rise And the fox hunter blew his horn I fell in love with the girl in the town I thought that she would be true
in the field and look for a job in the town. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic. Now, now, is there enough business in Thief River Falls, or you guys travel the country? We travel around. We hit about a five-state area. For yeah. example, next month now in, in September, we actually are doing a couple barn dances up around Thief River Falls. Then oh, we head oh. out to a bluegrass festival in Miles City, fantastic. Montana. Fantastic. Is, uh, is this what you guys are doing for a living? No. No, I have a music store in town, a right. uh, retail music store. And Why don't you introduce the guys? I shall. Overall, on the flat top guitar, uh, he's a music teacher in a town called Griglam, Minnesota. All right. And he teaches K through 12. He's got the whole show there. Wow. We got to have name a name, though. Gene Lunsetter. Gene. All right. Hi, Gene. So I'll do the names first. Back on the bass, a, a gentleman by the name of Gary Brosty from Bemidji, Minnesota. You should have seen him when he was in the marching band. Yeah. Like Woody Allen, right? <laughs> Five you steps think he'd to start be more buff than that. Right. <laughs> Behind me on the mandolin, Greg Daly. He originally from the big city of Badette, Minnesota. All right. Uh, and he's uh, he has an uh, auto shop here in Thief River Falls, or right. down in Thief River. And then we have a, uh, a gentleman that spent 30 years in the Minneapolis area on the banjo, Mr. Milo Bellinrude, and he was a court reporter down there. Now he's pleasantly retired and plays banjo full time. Oh, you guys are great. How long have you been together? Uh, we're on 12 years now. Really? Wow. Yeah. Will you do another one for us? Sure, we'd love to. All yeah. right. Um, we're going to have Gene kick it off, a little out-of-tune guitar thing to go, uh, just kind of fit the, fit, fit the wood picks. Just what it's supposed to be, man. Been standing on the rock, waiting for the wind to blow. Well, I've been standing on the rock, and I'm waiting for the wind to blow. No, I've been standing on the rock, and I'm waiting for my seeds to grow. That's right. No, I've been walking on the ground. Waiting for the guns to quit. Oh, this is fantastic. Well, I've been walking down the ground, and I'm waiting for the guns to quit. Well, I've been walking on the ground, and I'm waiting for the pieces to fit.
look around and find Find me a nice home Oh, man Back to the country Look around Find me a nice home That's what I'm gonna do Gonna get back to the country Cause that's where we all come from You know that's right well, I've been standing on the rock Waiting for the wind to blow Oh, you guys are fantastic. You guys are absolute. I'm not. What time's your show up there? Shell stage back there in the West End Market. Three o'clock, four o'clock. Five o'clock. All right. Pat's on his own at three. I'm going up there. I'm going up there. They got some energy. They got some energy. That is fantastic stuff. I can't thank you guys enough. And well, thank you. Thanks wonderful. for having us. Your wonderful. website to promote yourself. Just remember to have the word the. Thewoodpicks.com. Oh, you're wonderful. Well, well, catch them up there at the West End. Thank That's you, guys. for the Woodpicks. Thanks, guys. Very you, excellent. Excellent. It stopped raining, too, didn't it? Yep, they killed the rain. Nice Perfect. going. All that heart playing killed the rain. And no. the rain that was falling was fake rain anyway. It didn't count. <laughs> it never we, rains on GL. Thank you guys very much. Now we just need to get on the rock and watch those seeds sow. That's right. Right? We'll be back in a moment. He wanted to be a carny, but he has all his teeth. It's Joe Suchere, live at the Minnesota State Fair. Yeah! Before we meet Princess K, an annual tradition in Garage Logic, I uh, I want to introduce a fellow. For, uh, come on up, Fred. Uh, can somebody help Fred out here, please, with a uh, with a microphone? Yep, or? Rookie is on here, his here way. We go. Here we go. I'm going to grab a mic. There we go. This way. Fred, what's your last name? Brick. Fred Brick. I'm originally from Owatonna, Minnesota. Boo! But now live and have lived for what? Twenty years in Twenty one years in Coos Bay, Oregon. And you've never missed a show. No, sir. And you drove from Coos Bay, Oregon, specifically to see GL at the fair. Three solid days. Six hundred miles the first. Holy Seven hundred the second, and eight hundred the third. <laughs> sir, sir, that makes you. Let me make it official here. Anybody who drives to the fair for three days is either nuts or really devoted. <laughs> you are going to become the twelfth recipient, sir, of the Garage Logic Medal of Freedom. How's that? There you go. Thank you. This is indeed an honor, and thank I want you. to thank you. Thanks, Fred. Fred Brick. I got to write him down here on the Hall of Fame list. Fred. B R I C K. Brick. Nice. Thanks, Fred. All right, congratulations. And no offense, but a guy from Fairville has to boo a guy from Owatonna. Oh, that's that's, just, that's just the way it is. I know, and Owatonna's going to yeah. wax my Falcons. I already know that. Thanks, Fred. Thanks Ladies for and gentlemen, welcome the new Princess K of the Milky Way, Rebecca Paskowitz. Did I say it right, Rebecca? Yes, you did. All right. Princess K of the Milky Way, where are you from, Rebecca? I'm from Todd County in a town called Browerville. All right. I'm familiar with that. Now I've had a, I've ha, I've have a problem, Rebecca, and I'm gonna oh, no. I'm gonna be out front oh, with you. I well, got, well, 
I'm going to consult the GLers. Sometimes <laughs> the mayor needs help from the uh, Gumption County residents to make a ruling. Now spell Rebecca for us. R e b e k k a. Oh. <laughs> what do I do? Folks. What do I, I mean, she's a princess. Now, are yeah. you familiar with the habit of foghorning names at Garage Logic? I have heard of this tradition, yeah. yes. So you were prepared for what was about to come, okay. <laughs> You're okay with that, that you just got foghorned. Yeah, uh, I feel kind of special, actually. Well, I'm glad you have the right <laughs> attitude. She has the right attitude. What would you bring with you, uh, Princess K of the Milky Way? Well, today we have the flavor of the fair with us. That's more like it. And so within it, it has the special secret recipe vanilla ice cream from Minnesota Dairy Farmers with graham cereal, teeny marshmallows, and chocolate syrup on top. Oh, Sounds boy. like something Rook would go for. I think you could give it a go on that. <laughs> yeah, just, yeah. Here, this one's for you. And this you, one's yeah. for you, Joe. Thank you, Rebecca. Yeah. It smells like a campfire. It really does huh? remind me of that. Yes. Yeah. So you can find these in the dairy building at the corner of Judson and Underwood on the fairgrounds. Now, Princess K, something I've always wanted to ask of Princess K, and I never have. Were you surprised that you won? Yes. Was the competition fierce? Oh, very, yes. Yeah. All 12 finalists were extremely qualified, and I, I was extremely surprised but honored to win. Why, what, what do you think pushed you over? What, what do you think won it for you? Mm. You're an attractive young lady, but they go on more <laughs> than that, right? They do. There's six rounds of interviews that we go through for the Princess K competition. Um, I can't say any one thing put me in the position that I am, mm -hmm. but I, I think that a lot of diverse experience in my background has helped me to be relatable to other people in the dairy community. Are you a dairy farmer? I am not. What are you? <laughs> a student? I am a student at South Dakota State University. Now, becoming uh, Princess K, does that uh, mean a little scholarship money for you? It will, yes, yeah. at the end of my year. Okay. And now you're, will you have to take a year off from school? Nope, I'll continue. So after the fair ends, I'll head back to Brookings and continue working on my agricultural education degree. What do you want to be, a teacher? I do. And you want to teach uh, agriculture? I do, in a high school in rural Minnesota. Uh, why? Uh, why? What? No, I mean, what? 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 What draws you to rural Minnesota as opposed to wanting to live in Minneapolis or St. Paul, for example? Mm -hmm. There's a need for agriculture teachers everywhere, but I have found that I really enjoy the communities in rural Minnesota, mm -hmm. and I think there's a lot of potential there and a big need for people to become informed consumers, right? Um, and to really close the gap between farmers and eaters right and you you are you are you were not raised on a farm correct it wasn't out my front door but it was right down the road at my uncle's house okay and so i grew up feeding calves and being on the farm and watching my uncles live out grandpa's dream all right now we're getting somewhere yeah do you yep. have brothers and sisters i have two younger sisters mm -hmm. And are mom and dad still with us? Yes, they and are. What does your dad do? My dad runs a millwork business, and okay. so he makes custom moldings for houses and saws hardwood lumber. Wonderful. Mm -hmm. And uh, But you weren't attracted to the hardwood business. <laughs> you were attracted to the dairy business. I love my cows. Yeah. All right. <laughs> did, you, uh, did you get your head carved in butter? I did. On Thursday of the fair, I was sculpted in 90 pounds of butter. 
And what's the tradition? Do Mary Kay's take that home and have a big corn feed at some point? <laughs> Everybody rolls a year of corn in it? Every finalist gets her 90 pounds of butter back. And so at the end of the fair, we'll take them home. I have two finalists who were also, or two cousins who were also finalists. And so we plan on digging those out of the freezer and taking some family photos with all three butterheads. Is that going to make for a tough Thanksgiving that uh, <laughs> maybe a little caddy where, you know, Lisa, she didn't perform well? Or, or is everybody okay with that? Oh, no. Everyone is so helpful and supportive they've been two of my biggest supporters on this journey for well sure. now you know i had a little trouble with what rebecca spilled <laughs> is one of your cousins uh, was one of your cousins one of the finalists whose name was blaze no oh, do you know blaze i do know blaze what that if she would have been up here she would have got the duluth double foghorn the double fog yeah, well i'm uh, glad i didn't get the double you, you got just a single foghorn oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. thank two you two k's <laughs> just get you a single foghorn yeah. well, but blaze we oh, uh, blaze. we bring out all the stops <laughs> Uh, Rebecca, now will you travel the country? I'll travel over Minnesota and probably have some chances to visit with Midwest Dairy staff within the Midwest. Yep. Uh, but throughout Minnesota this year, you can request Princess K to be at events, whether that's in your classrooms or at a club meeting or banquet. Um, we're happy to share the dairy farm story and be a part of your events. How do they reach you? What's the website? Yeah, good question. You can reach us at MidwestDairy.com on the Princess K page. Yep. And so just request us there, and we'd be happy to get in contact with you. Well, congratulations on your uh, honor and it was a pleasure to meet you thanks you're the 25th princess k i've met oh that is an honor yeah. thank you for foghorning yeah. me yeah, yeah. thank you <laughs> thanks and the, uh, this is fabulous this is we only have on winners right we only have on winners and champions yeah. this is called the what again that's more like it on the corner of judson and underwood in the dairy building that's more like it it's uh joe i know you don't eat fair food and i'm really glad in this case because right, right. this is fabulous thank you thank you rebecca we'll be back in just a moment with the john height news experience Garage Logic, live at the Minnesota State Fair. All right, before we get to John, uh, sir, your name is? Terry Klinger. Terry Klinger. And you live in Corpus Christi, Texas. Corpus Christi, Texas. And you drove 20 hours straight. Straight through. Specifically to see this show. Yes, sir. We left at 6 o'clock in the morning Sunday. Wow. Well, you join join Fred Brick from... uh, Coos Bay, Oregon, sir, you are being awarded the Garage Logic Medal of Freedom. Thank you very much. And I need your name again to write on the Hall of Fame sheet here. Terry Klinger. Terry Klinger. Thank you, Terry. Thank you. And congratulations. Thank you. And you are a podcast listener, obviously. Yes, sir. And you may continue to be. Yes, sir. Right. On garagelogic.com. That's right. Thank you. Man, I feel bad. I. Here I felt bad the, driving 40 minutes to get here. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Here's John Hyde in the State Fair newsroom. Thank you, uh, Joe. Uh, the, how about the band here? Weren't they great? Oh, oh my God. Do you guys, the that, Woodpicks. That last song they played, yeah. are you guys familiar with that one? No. It's an old Ozark Mountain Daredevil song. Of uh, course it is. Of course it is. We're yeah. going to get FYI, right. Joe. Right. Right. Oh, vastly underrated band from the 70s. Ozark Mountain Daredevil's a great yeah. band. Uh, that was on their first album, I think, if I remember, in about 73. How but about that guy playing the harp? That was really wonderful. cool. Wonderful. All of them were just wonderful musicians. Yeah. yeah. Joe, I, I don't, don't know why. Was that the one about standing on the rock? Yeah. yeah. Watching the seeds yeah. grow? Okay. You better get back. I don't know why you would need to leave at 3, Joe. They're playing at 4 and 5 over at the Shell that's, stage. You could just stick point. around all yeah. day. The Ozark Mountain Daredevils were, were fully electrified, right? Uh, they were, but they also did stuff like that. Okay. Uh, but they did. They had a big hit. Uh, Jackie Blue was a yeah. big hit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That was on, I think. 
think that was on the same album, but they also had a fiddle player, and they had uh, they oh, played boy. all acoustic instruments. Yeah, I, I could hear that song again. Yeah, wonderful band. Maybe, maybe if I knew a guy who had that song, he'd make a copy for me. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, you'd probably just go out and buy it, though. Yeah, no, you'd probably right. go yeah, you just it. go out and buy it. No, there's, <laughs> hell, you're running out of places to buy CDs. Yeah, that's true. Here's John Hyde in the newsroom. Yeah, nice guy might help you. Yeah. It's cloudy and 62 degrees today. Military Appreciation Day at the fair, honoring vets and service members. That's right. Yep. That's here, 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 here. Uh, tonight at the grandstand, it's Jason Mraz. Hey, did I tell you people it would stop raining? Yeah. Huh? Did I come through? Yes. Not raining. I'm going to honor the military by eating this whole malt. All right. <laughs> Thank you, military. I noticed Chris didn't waste any time coming from back there to grab yeah. the other one. Yeah. Sorry, Joe. Uh, <laughs> that's all right. That's pretty good. That's okay. At the uh, Grand... St- uh, I already said that. Jason Mraz at uh, the Liney's Band Shell tonight, number, night number two of En Vogue. Who's in the big house tonight? The Jason Mraz. Oh, in the grandstand? Yep. Okay. Uh, sports notes, Twins back at it tonight. They had the day off yesterday. They're in uh, Cleveland to open up a three-game series. Kyle Gibson goes for the Twins, and Carlos Carrasco will pitch for Cleveland. Uh, news notes from today, residents of eastern Minnesota and western Wisconsin doing some cleanup this morning after storms swept through the area last night. Down trees and power lines, some roofs torn off buildings, and some vehicles damaged. Uh, still, as of this morning, I haven't seen an update, but there were still a lot of folks without power uh, in uh, both the metro and all the way down at Red Wing. You know, with the exception of the April 14 and 15 blizzard weekend, uh, the metro area has had a very benign weather year, hasn't it? Yeah. yeah. So Yesterday, it, it amounted to nothing in the metro. Uh, there was some wind and some rain, but you're going to get that. Yeah, here. had a heavy rain up in Andover, but yeah. nothing. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, although a tornado warning was issued for the area near the Red Wing Regional Airport, nothing was reported, although they had wind speeds that reached 82 miles an hour. A garbage battle in St. Paul was in a Ramsey uh, co- uh, County courtroom yesterday. St. Paul homeowner filed the lawsuit back in May saying the pricing of the service goes against state law. Is this you? Did you do this? <laughs> Peter Butler, is Peter it? Butler, that's correct. I'm rooting for him. He thinks the plan makes it cheaper for people to throw out more. Butler says he crunched the numbers and found that the smallest garbage can costs about 27 cents per gallon. The cost of the largest can drops to 8 cents per gallon. He thinks that pricing goes against the state's Waste Management Act which essentially says the more garbage you throw away, the more you pay. Here's what I want to know. Uh, and in a time of healthier newspapers, this, this might have been accomplished. I want to know if, the, if there's a relationship between any city council person. I thought of that today. And, and whoever manufactures trash bins. I was driving, when I drove through St. Paul, I saw all the blue bins, and I said, follow the something. Those, somebody, those are recycling, the is, blue ones. Yeah, this is not an, this is not a, a, an alley uh, uh, savior or, or make, make no. sure there's a, a carbon footprint. No, in fact, something's it, going in on. In fact, it increases it because what the city is now going to require is that a fourplex unit where the right. residents have been getting by with one cart, mm-hmm. they now each have to have a cart. Yeah, so don't give me this BS about how you're trying to save the earth. Doesn't make sense. It's a, it's a, the St. Paul is getting ripped off here, and, uh, and landscapers and lawn services and house painters and roofers, they better be on guard that the city doesn't try yes. to take over that. Yes. You know what it makes me think of, too? This is almost like we're back at the studio. It really yeah. is. Yeah. It really is. Why do you think I brought this story in? It makes me think of our wonderfully talented newsman over here who's also a really good musician in the time that he brought his compost bin in the backyard after <laughs> bought nine craft beers and fell inside fell of it. Fell head first into his... <laughs> yeah. And all you can well, see were Height's feet sticking out. <laughs> no, 
<laughs> Nobody told me you couldn't push it with yeah. the cover open. Right. That's such that's a right. That was right in. Straight down, right good. in there. That was a problem. Yeah. Uh, Butler says, by the way, he will continue to fight this. A judge said he'll look at all the evidence to make a ruling, but didn't give a timetable. President Trump lashing out at tech companies this morning on Twitter, accusing Google and others of suppressing conservative voices and hiding information in good news. He cited no evidence for the claim, which echoes both his own attacks on the press and talking points. Uh, Google, for their hand, uh, responded by saying, we never rank search results to manipulate political sentiment. After 25 years, Metro Transit is changing how people uh, pay their fares with new fare boxes. When using the old fare box... You'd have to put in your transfer card and wait for it to be given back. The new fare box features no waiting. You just swipe your card and grab your seat. It speeds up the process, according to Metro Transit, especially if there's a large line waiting. Is to this to, to get on a train or a bus? This is a uh, bus. bus. It's a bus, yep. Do they still have the coin box where you drop the quarters nope. in there? No, they, uh, they did, but now they've uh, updated. It's, uh, it's electronic now. All right. Hey, uh, you Joe, can still drop coins, though. Uh, Super Engineer Bob just pointed this out to me on the Garage Logic show notes for today, Tuesday, August 28th. Yeah. Segment two, would you please read what segment two says we're going to have on? Segment two is Princess K of the Millie Way. <laughs> they count that one, won't they? Yeah, we count that one, Millie. Millie Way. Millie Way. Name me three famous <laughs> yeah. Mickeys Mickey Rooney. Yep. Mickey Mantle. Yep. Mickey Way. They take that one, won't they? Yeah, Mickey Way. Millie Way. <laughs> Uh, mourners began pouring into Detroit's Charles H. Wright Museum of African American History this morning to pay final respects to Aretha Franklin. They approached the gold-plated casket to the sounds of her own gospel recordings. As they approached, people who came from far away as Las Vegas, Miami, cried, crossed themselves, bowed their heads in blue kisses. Museum board member Kelly Major Green said the goal, create an environment like a church, the place where Franklin got her starts. The uh, the queen was decked out in a red cocktail dress. Oh, her, her feet were crossed at the ankles, mm-hmm. and she was wearing red stiletto heels. <laughs> the queen went out in style, didn't she? Yeah. <laughs> they could have. Is just... that it now for her? Is that? I mean, is that? I don't know. All the festivities are done. I have no idea. I okay. Know. Yeah. I, I think she's going to lay there for two days. I believe. Yeah. Oh, I wow. thought I read. Okay. I could be wrong, but. Uh, John Goodman, uh, I know you like Roseanne news, Joe. So. I don't particularly care. I like what Roseanne's up to. Yeah. John Goodman is speculating that uh, when the Roseanne spinoff starts this fall, mm-hmm. uh, the Roseanne character uh, will have died. Really? In a fiery yeah. car accident? Good- maybe something like that? Goodman says he thinks his character, the husband, Dan, will be mopey and sad because the wife has died. Uh, the network fired Barr after she posted a racist tweet, which she apologized for but has said was misinterpreted. Uh, Goodman said, uh, "Well, she had to sign a paper saying she relinquished all her rights to the show." Will so people that we watch this? On. Rook, will you? Uh, I, you were, yes, you will watch this. Yes, well, yes, I will watch. Why that did sitcom. you just do us a favor and say? No. I like the Roseanne sitcom. Was uh, the, the the revived one? Yeah. was very funny. All right, she's an idiot for what she said. However, that show was. Uh, Blue collar and funny. All right. I watched the first two and liked them, but then I didn't watch anymore. So mm. I don't. Know I, I managed good. to miss it all. But what a promotion! What a promotion! I guess my character is going to be mopey and sad, and she died. Right. And, Check and really, it out. You're right. Maybe I won't. I don't want to become depressed. It's going to be a real uplifter. <laughs> right. Uh, hundreds of bird watchers recently flocked to a Twin Cities dock 
for a look at a roseate spoonbill. Ooh. That yeah. made that's its first verifiable debut in Minnesota. They're rare. The start I think that's the one Jimmy Francis let loose yeah. uh, yesterday. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, that thing was clinging to the Whoever that life. guy was. Whoever that guy was. Yeah, yeah, I forgot. The Star Tribune reports the roseate spoonbill was spotted in Bloomington Sunday near the old Cedar Avenue Bridge over the Minnesota River. The bird hey, lo- wait a minute. Where's Kenny? He locked his keys in his car, and he's yeah. trying to figure out how to get here. He's, he said he'd probably uh, catch the 130 shuttle. Yeah. Oh, and he's really going to be mad that we ate all six of these malts. Oh, yeah. Birder Jim Williams said he and his fellow bird watchers are almost certain that this specific roseate spoonbill was also spotted and verified earlier this uh, earlier this month in Illinois. You know, I'm thinking about becoming a birder. Really? Yeah. <laughs> get some nice, hobbies. Get yeah. some binoculars. What? I've often thought of becoming a golf ball. No, I'm going to be a birder. Yeah. Is this when you did when you were um, your amateur photographer phase? Did you take pictures of birds and <laughs> things occasionally? Sure. Yeah, he when, thought he was an amateur photographer. Well, I, I was an amateur. I thought <laughs> no, I was you a weren't. You're just a guy with the dumb camera, yeah, but I really walking took... around taking pictures. Not an amateur this? photographer. Wow. That's kind of a personal attack. It really was. Well, no, oh, I'm wow. just he, he fancies himself as he was taking these world class pictures well, and selling are. them in shows. They're beautiful. And here's one with the lens cap on. Right. This right. is the here it is in a dark room. <laughs> Remember like the trick that you guys of the, of the ocean? <laughs> Here's me with Kerm with the door closed. Uncle Joe was walking uphill taking that photo. Well, yeah. I, I got her out the window. That was a video. Wasn't it a video? Yeah. It was a video of the moon that was all black. That hey, fellas, take a look at this. Look at I, this. I uh, saw the moon over the ocean. and, and uh, You thought of, of us. Thought of yeah. the guys. And, uh, Very thoughtful. Turns out uh, I, I captured nothing. It was just <laughs> black, blackness. Blackness. <laughs> Are you done, John? Uh, if you want me to be, yeah, sure. Dave yeah, Dave Dahl is waiting in the wings. We'll be back shortly. He'd never make it as one of those guess-your-weight guys. Too much math. Joe Suchere, live at the Minnesota State Fair. Here in the Channel 5 Weather Center is Dave Dahl. Hi, Joe. Hello, Dave. The all-important forecast in Garage Lodge. We got some rain last night, some wind. And yep. now we've got uh, Channel 5 meteorologist David wallace Dahl. Howdy, guys. Hi. Hi, buddy. Right now it's 64 degrees out there. We have scattered showers. Light rain actually extends all the way down to southwestern Minnesota. Heavier thunderstorms stretching from Albert Lee up to Rochester. Those are right on the edge of severe thunderstorm watch. Uh, but for us, we're in the cool air, and we're going to stay there. We have clouds all over the place from Minnesota stretching back to the eastern Dakotas. So we don't have much hope for any sunshine today. We're at 64 right now. We'll be lucky to get up to about 68, I think, for the high temperature. Uh, north winds around 5 to 10. Skies should gradually clear overnight tonight, then part cloudy. A mild day tomorrow, but cool. 72 should be very comfortable at the fair. Northwest winds at 5. And then partly cloudy skies a little warmer on Thursday up to 77. 81 on Friday. Warm and humid. Scattered showers and thunderstorms. Favoring the late morning through the afternoon hours. Uh, boy, it's, it's setting us up for a great uh, Labor Day weekend. Partly cloudy skies, very comfortable Saturday and Sunday. High temperatures in the upper 70s. On Labor Day itself, warm and humid. Thunderstorms developing by uh, Monday night. 83 for the high, at least on Labor Day. Maybe even a little warmer than that. And then it cools off a little bit with some morning showers on Tuesday, high of around 80. So, uh, really nice weekend to look forward to here. But for now, tonight, I uh, hope you have your umbrella with you. You're going to have scattered showers through at least 5 or 6 p.m. Before they finally taper off. Right now it's 64, Joe. All right, thank you. 
Uh, Doris Mould is here. Uh, Doris, of course, is a uh, Here's today's state fair animal. A Garage Logic Medal of Freedom winner from last year. And Dor- I'm going to try to get this animal correct. I bet it's a goat. I got one. Oh, oh my God! Hey, he did way it. To go. And uh, who is the young lady uh, holding the uh, goat? Well, I am Ellie Crumrine, and I'm from the Tracy area FFA chapter. All right. And uh, how old is this goat? This goat is five days old. Was he born here at the miracle of birth? He sure was. He actually was the first kid that was ever born at the Minnesota State Fair in the first or in this CHS Miracle of Birth Center. Really, it's the first time you ever had a goat, huh? First, yep. first goat time. Yes. Yeah. Uh, what's this goat's name? This goat's name is August, and he has a twin, and it's. Its name is Bo. All right, August and Bo, huh? Do you own this goat? I do not. The goats are from Spouse Shadows Farm, and it is right out the back door of the Mall of America. Really? That close to the uh, metro, huh? Yes, there are farms that are right right in the backyard of the Mall. Of, well, actually, Mall of America is really in their backyard. That kind of they came afterwards. That's right. Those are called holdouts, huh? Holdout farms. Like that was always in. that was always an amusement when the twins first arrived here, and uh, let's say the New York Yankees were playing here. Uh, it really amused those uh, city slickers to look out beyond center field and literally see grazing cows back there. There'd be grazing cows, and there's a sheep farm back there as well. Okay, now what's the future for this goat? How soon do we kill it off? Uh, oh, uh, it's always <laughs> Well, you gotta. Do we eat it right away, or what's what's well, the future well, here? Well, not not. Not right away, Joe. Right, yeah. Ellie. Right, a couple years. Uh, and then what? What? What's it good for? Cheese or what? Um, this one is a mix between a dairy and a boar goat, but because it is a male goat, mm-hmm. it is a buck, and it will be used for meat. Okay. Well, it's a really handsome animal, isn't it? it Very sure nice. Is. How Very big nice. will that goat get? Um, about 180 to 200 pounds. Really? Because right now wow. it's what? About five pounds. Eight. 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 A serious question for uh, goat farmers. How do they keep up with the uh, the grass? Because the goats, I mean, they literally eat everything, don't they? I'm not, I'm not well, joking. Well, 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 how, do they, how do they plant the grass? I mean, what do they the do? Well, they eat more than grass. Even I can know that, Yeah, right, no, Doris? no. I know there's feed. I know there's feed no, no, for no. the goats. But Joe, I'm they saying, eat tin cans. He's yeah. No, not Joe. That, that's that's. So they that's did on that. Laurel and Hardy. Yeah. yeah I know they Locked did in. on Laurel and Hardy, but that's not to reality. That was just kind of for the fun of it. Oh. They will chew on a lot of things, but they don't actually eat tin cans. All right. They they I, like normal animal food, such as pasture. and. Yeah, but that, uh, is that a legitimate question? How does the pasture... How do they keep up with the greens? You're picturing a guy laying them. sod ahead in the yeah, next like, field. Yeah, hey, they're yeah. coming out next week. Let's go. Well, well, rookie, there, just like you, there is a limit to. Well, maybe there isn't. Maybe a limit to Depends. how much you can consume Depends. it in one wow. time. Okay? Right, that's very true. Right? very true. In the same way with any animal, is that there is a limit to how much. So you just keep ahead of them as far as if they're out grazing. You know, you have plenty of pasture for them. You might have to supplement feed them as well. Okay, Ellie, gotcha. Ellie. Is this goat being bottle fed? It is not. Okay. It is nursing. Who's up. taking care of it? Who's feeding this thing? It's mom, which is called a doe. The doe. Uh, I did not know that. So uh, female goats are does, yes. and male goats are bucks. Yes. They, so they're completely ripping off the deer world. Yeah, aren't they, they stole that. They could have been more creative. Yeah. <laughs> 
And the babies are kids. Yes, that is correct. This is a kid. At what point do they cease being a kid? Um, At about three months, they'll be weaned. Weaned. All right. And that that they're done with mom at that point? Yes, they sure are. All right. And is this from a a farm? uh, This is from right behind the mall. Yes. Is there a lot of goats back there? About 30 of them. 30 goats. That's fantastic. Yeah. It's always a pleasure, Doris. You always bring us wonderful, uh, wonderful animals, and I'm just... Thoroughly pleased that today I got I got that correct. Yes, I, I you know shocked what? you didn't. I, I am um, almost dumbstruck by by the <laughs> I know fact you are. that, I know that you, you are. got it right this yeah. time, Joe. Yeah. Yeah. But you know what, Joe? It shows that what after twenty one years or so that yeah. that we're finally we're inching towards proj- progress. Maybe a little glacial at times. It is. It but, has but, been. But we are uh, we are making progress. Thank you, Doris, and thank you, Ellie, for bringing down uh, Horace here. What's the name of this goat? August. 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 That's yes. a Foghorn, the name of that ghost, by the way. Foghorn, the name of that ghost. Oh, now, wait a minute. Hey, Joe, Foghorn August, that is a tried and true old name, actually. Yeah, August. You know what? You're right. You say, so I, I think you better. Uh, I re- rewind that, Rook. Yeah, this is Augie. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. We'll be right back live at the fair. Bungee jump? Uh, I don't think so. Garage Logic, live at the Minnesota State Fair. Back at the front porch, closing up this first hour on a Tuesday afternoon. Reeves, what do you got? So, uh, I know we just did a reversal of a foghornable name earlier. Joe, I, I hate to break this to you, Mr. Mayor, but I think we have another one that we have to issue. This is an email we got from Dave. Yeah. You foghorned Princess K of the Milky Way's uh, spelling of Rebecca. Right. Apparently, Rebecca with two K's is the Hebrew biblical spelling of the name. That I, that I, well, that I must withdraw. Can anybody verify? Do we have any? Uh, I, I think he's right. I think he's right. But uh, I, uh, I can withdraw that. I'll withdraw that. Rook, we anybody need to reverse. Have the Hebrew faith here? <laughs> huh? No. Right here. No. No. Okay. Uh, well, Rook, we need a reverse foghorn. It's Rebecca Peskowitz. Peskowitz. You know what? Do you ever feel? Um, Yes. When when you got the front porch and it's supposed to look nice, yeah. And you see a guy like Dale Bachman looking at your your front grass, and he's probably going, you know, I could probably put something here and something here. And uh, yeah. hello to Mr. Bachman. Oh, this is great, Dale. This nice great. to see you. I think he's critiquing our grass and saying we need some help. Fifteen hundred. We'll ESPN go to Bachman's right after the show. Is KSTP St. Paul, Minneapolis? We'll be back.